folks, <coughs> folks uh, if we look into the situation in the world uh, today and try to analyze how the countries are progressing, how the culture is giving equal opportunity to everybody and how the woman right have changed the world for better. I mean, we had a woman lagging behind even in a civilized country about 150 years ago, but the women struggled for their right. They got the power of vote. They got all kind of uh, human rights which men enjoy. And the most of all, they earned the respect. The education system in civilized world is in such a way that from day one, the kids are told that everybody is equal, everybody has same right, and we have to respect the life, property, and the value of everybody. Everybody is an important part of the state, and everybody is our star. I mean, even if the kids who are mentally little bit behind, they are supported and they are helped in a way that they can grow and become a better human being. And everybody is taken to school. If we compare this, what the rights of a Muslim kid is or a Pakistani kid is, we'll see that he has no right. He is born to be a good Arab slave. He is born to kneel behind with the mullah and he is bound to ignore the worldly things and look for hereafter. From day one, they put azan on him and say, oh, we have put azan and then now we'll have the half of the uh, prayers when you die. So you, whatever few days you have, you better try to be Muslim. They have no concept of equality. The rich people, they put their kids to higher education institutions and over there even, they are given the sense of superiority instead of equality and human rights. The rich kids, they are allowed to beat anyone, even kill anyone. And then they get away with this. I mean, we had a case of one Karachi boy from a middle class or lower middle class who was murdered by a rich Jatoi family and today that killer is free. Because the system in the school, the system in the country, the laws in the country, they only support rich people and give them right to do anything with impunity. I mean, there is a case of one Pakistani woman will be decided tomorrow in the court where the guy, he killed him because of some property. He hit a weight dumbbell on her head and killed her in cold blood. We don't know what the decision is, but I hope that the court will upheld the constitution 
in the laws of the land and put him to jail for good. But you never know because once the court convict a killer and if he is from a rich family, his people approach the deceased family, they pressurize them, they give them money and then he has to forgive according to Islamic law of Qasas and we where you can pay if you have killed somebody and then get away with this. Either they pressure them and then there is nothing anybody can do. So from day one, the education to our kids is that if you are rich and powerful, you are God and you don't have to respect anybody's right. And then once the kid is seven year old, he has to pray. If he does not pray, which generally happens in poor families, he is beaten, he is exalted, he is tortured. And we have seen how the kids, the young kids, and more than five, ten million who study in Madrasa are tortured, mutilated, uh, and raped and dehumanized. I mean, this, the world respect for everybody is not in Pakistani dictionary or Pakistani mentality. They say, oh no, we are the king, we are the god and my dad or granddad has so much money and then you guys are poor, when you get sick you go to civil hospital, when I get sick we go to London. This is how the mentality of a Pakistani kid is. When he grew up, he is told, oh, you are the lion and then you can do whatever you want to do with the poor people or anybody who want to compete with you. So the sense of competition is totally missing in Muslim countries or in Pakistan. That is why that nobody's talent can be used fully. Government is not responsible for education of anybody. They make a school, half of them are ghost school, which where there are no teachers. Or if there are teachers, they are pay so low, they hardly come to school. And then those people, they end up on the road, becoming beggar or becoming child workers and you name it. That way their total self-respect is destroyed. They are told you are a piece of garbage and only the rich have the rights. So in a situation where the government takes no responsibility, the job creation is close to impossible. If we look into the factories and corporations in Pakistan, we'll see 90% of them are controlled by a GHQ gang. Either they own it or they are running it. And they are blackmailing those organizations. This is how bad the human rights in Pakistan are. On top of that, men or kids are told, oh, Allah has allowed you to be your wife's owner. You own them because you give them to them food without understanding the 
the position of a woman in a society. I mean, she is the hardest working in the in the society and works for free, 24/7. I mean, there was a comedy uh, show or, or article on an internet where the some people were being taken interview online, and then he says, "Oh, you will have to work 10 hours a day. We will not give you overtime." and we will not give you uh, any benefit and we will not even give you respect so everybody refused but then the interviewer said that this is the position of your mother your mother works all her life for your benefit not paid a penny and not given even respect this is absolutely true in muslim societies because the muslim society the woman is considered a piece of shit less than a dog and her value is if she is killed is less than the value of a camel that is what there was the compensation in 7th century if you kill a slave girl this is what actually make me to understand that muslim society never had human rights and since they had no human rights and every right was taken by mullahs and powerful nobody was able to work the way they wanted to progress the way they wanted use their brain and create revolution i mean who could imagine that we have a hippie boy and by the way every muslim country was very happy oh america has millions of hippies and america is going to go down and then we will be number one again like we were uh before 2 300 years ago when there was no democracy when the europe was sleeping and when there was no sign of progress in the world i'm talking about up to 16th century where everywhere you see muslim empires doing nothing but creating harams and mosques and having fun but then the, th- the things change in 16th century we see that all muslim empires crumbled one by one and everything got destroyed in those societies because there was nobody to progress it they used to have gun and swords to intimidate others but with the invention of gunpowder with the invention of modern armaments and even the invention the the training the military training a professional military training every muslim country was totally decimated for almost 200 years until the second world war came and then they were released but even then they did not understand that the peace the state of islam is never going to allow them to progress we have seen this in india where every minority progressed except muslims because muslims decided they want to stay under islam and they want to follow the shit of sharia and that disallowed every human right to muslim girls and even muslim boys that is why their education became the lowest 
and their IQ became the lowest and they were became from probably number two position to the last position of different communities. Not even a single great Muslim was created in India. We had some good from in Pakistan though where the British system created great political leaders, great scientists, great artists, great musicians. But after the creation of Pakistan, everything went downhill. Every become, one became a bearded Muslim. Even the sports people, even the uh, engineers, the doctors, and they all were became, became a trap under Islam and which took away all their IQ, all their mentality. That's why if you see today to talk to a Muslim educated man, he will say, oh, Islam has all the right. Islam is the best. It has more right than any other religion. These stupid don't know that the rest of the world is not working on the basis of religion. Your religion may, be, may have something better than other religions. But people have sidelined their religion. They have allowed human rights and they have allowed everyone's right. That is why we see progress in every sector of the society. Whether it is industries, whether it is fashion, whether it is sports, whether it is uh, uh, cultural activities, you name it. I mean, they work so hard 24-7 and creates and generates such a big economy that the United States has a GDP of 23,000 billion dollars while Pakistan has only 400. Even the richest oil blackmailer Saudi Arabia has hardly less than 1,000 billion with all the blackmail money they get and exploit the rest of the Muslim world particularly Pakistanis because Pakistanis not only they don't use their brain they go in droves to Mecca Medina and waste billions of dollars in the, during the COVID the number of Hajis or Umrah goers came down but now the Saudi government even opened the quota increased the quota and even has allowed the old people who are close to die because everybody who go for Hajj and Umrah is making money for them. They have big business uh, areas in Medina and Mecca where the people are making billions of dollars every year. While Pakistanis are taking away their valuable foreign exchange. Over 5 to 6 billion every year. While their reserves are only 4 billion. Instead of banning this shit of Hajj and Umrah, which is a crime against the people of Pakistan, Pakistanis are now going to increase the quota because some of the religious people, they will make money. The religious minister will make money, like this Kazmi, who made over half a million dollars a few years back when the Peace Party was in power. He was put in jail, but then later released. The nation does not understand that religion is the reason why they are being destroyed 
and that is what the GSQ Interpass low IQ channels, the most corrupt ever existed in this universe, are using. They are using mullahs to harass the civilians, to blackmail the civilians for last 70 years. And they have used this shit to disallow any right, whether it is business, whether it is cultural, whether it is industrial, you name it. I mean, they even control the poultry farms. Can you imagine? Agricultural products. They control everything in Pakistan. Either they own it or they control it. No industry in Pakistan can survive unless they give good the jobs to some military general or colonel who can handle the pressure from GHQ and run the business. In Western countries, in civilized countries, the military is not involved in any business. They are not as rich as Pakistani generals. But by coming, becoming rich and by disallowing any human right to the nation, they have self-destructed the country from within. And the Muslim Pakistani man, he has no idea what happened to them. They are still in the process of trying to understand what this world is. All they want is a good afterlife, not the current life. They don't care about it. That is why when Singapore Prime Minister, he came to India years ago and the uh, newspaper or the journalist asked them, Sir, do you have any advice for Pakistan? He said, what can I advise? In this country, everybody is after hereafter. He is just not working for this world. He is working for hereafter. He wants his hereafter better. And hereafter is nothing but piece of shit. Because there is no hereafter. These mullahs used to say, oh, the Jannah is above the cloud. And we have seven more hours behind that. That was the concept of this uh, universe. That the earth is flat and then the God created a dome which he said in Quran, I put this dome and put imaginary pillars which you cannot see. And then I put stars and moons running in a fixed direction. Because there was no idea back then that earth is round, earth is revolving around the sun and the moon is revolving around the earth and that is what creating the days, the weathers and all that this world need to cultivate, to progress and to progress and to make sure that everything goes right. The research part you can only do when you believe in this world, when you believe in Quran then you only think that the honey is the cure of everything and Kalonji is the cure of everything and Allah said uh, Muhammad liked uh, the uh, the Loki and the, they call it Loki Mubarak or Tinda Mubarak and you name it. This is how bad the Pakistani culture has become that they have disallowed every human right 
and they say, oh no, the Islamic system where the joint family is good, where you pray 24-7, you pray, uh, you fast 30 days, and invest 30% of your life in this shit is the best. And one day we will be number one. I mean, this one day we'll be number one can be heard by mullahs since last 70 years, which is never going to happen. Because one day number one is only for the nations who are alive. The nation of Pakistan is a dead nation. They glorified death. They only love dead people. While the living people, they make their life like a hell. If the Muslims, they read their history, they will know that wherever they established their empire, they were only having fun, making harams, mosques or big palaces. They never worked on doing anything for a common man, create job for them. As a matter of fact, the work was being done by non-Muslims and minorities. That is why when the Britishers they came to India, they realized that Muslims have no talent, have no expertise, except some of the poor who were in agriculture and had farmlands. And they were growing every year the same thing. And because the, of the Indus Delta and the rain in India, they were getting good crops, reasonable crops. Population was not that big. So they were able to feed and they were able to make some money. 90% it was agricultural economy. 10% were other uh, expertise, other trades. And those 10% other trades, which were uh, construction and art, culture and other activities, they were all done by non-Muslims. So when British took over, the non-Muslims immediately joined them and the Muslims sidelined themselves. Their mullah says, you don't have to learn English, you don't have to shake hand with British and they are our enemy and we'll come back very soon. Without realizing how great this British nation was and there were very few people I mean, the topmost which I can know, I knew is uh, Ghalib, very smart person. And when the Sir Sayyid Ahmad Khan, who was again a mullah and a low IQ person, was working for British and uh, trying to make some political gain, he wrote a book. I believe it was Ayn Akbari and he sent it to Mirza Ghalib to put some preface on it. And he scolded him. He said, a nation has come in this continent who has fire in his pocket. He was talking about the matchbox. There was no matchbox in India back then. Because for 700 year rules of Muslim, the science could not be established. Only there were some literary people, but those were insignificant because to have a progress in the society, you have to work in industrialization. And India had no industrialization because the Muslims were the laziest ruler. And they always had been the laziest. 
their main job was to make big haram take beautiful girls and give them dress uh, like a like exotic dresses and then drink wine or whatever uh, liquor they had back then and have fun whenever there was a revolt they bring big speakers and then tell the poor it's time for jihad and we are doing it for allah and then try to crush them sometimes they were able sometimes they were not and their empires were taken away by some other guys so this circle of violence changing government only through sword was one of the reason why muslims had no human rights no sense of national power or nationality and it was like jiski lati uski bhans there was a law of jungle during muslim rule if you are powerful you can do anything you like you can rape people you can abduct beautiful women for the from other communities and then have fun and nobody will be able to do anything britishers came they established rule of law they put everybody under that law even the english were under those laws they created legislature to make laws they created political parties like congress and then later we saw muslim league and then some other small political parties were evolved the politics was introduced the politicians were respected and the system of governing was democracy you get vote you are the leader and you are the ruler they took away the right of over 500 muslim kings and hindu kings who were ruining their areas through the power of sword they took away all the power and everybody came under the same law that is how we see uh, railways coming like 20 30 years after it came in uk education universities were established and the rule of law was established and even i mean i talked to some very old people who were alive during british time he said that was the best time of this continent when they left the indians they followed the same rule same rule of law created a constitution similar to what britishers had and that changed the indian destiny for good today we have great leaders in india like modi kajriwal and uh, gandhi's son who are working for human rights who are working to provide poors the necessary things i mean this guy kajriwal is amazing i mean he right now only has power in two states but the electricity is free education is free and healthcare is free and he is working hard to bring people of all faith under what platform he does not talk about religion he talks about the right of the indian people and the need to educate every kid if we look into pakistan the shit of islam has taken away every responsibility from the rulers they are only corrupting and bungling and uh, considering the country as their colony and enriching their family and their kids no one is working to educate the kids i mean imran khan tried some tried some health care for the poor families which the current government has taken away and they say oh this health care card is politically very bad luck for us 
so take it on so everybody claims that they are for poors but nobody works because the government has no responsibility whatsoever everything is on allah mein every pakistani is crying to forgive his sin and plead to allah mein oh give me this give me this allah mein give me justice and then the allah mein because there is non existence does nothing and the status quo remained imran khan is trying to change some of it but there are so much hindrances that, that i am sure he will be killed because all these corrupt people the jhq corrupt gang the corrupt politicians and the corrupt business people who are using pakistan only to make money so they can send it overseas will not let him live nobody in pakistan will be able to survive if he does not lick the jhq behind and we see mullahs licking that 24/7 pmln doing that 24/7 and using that association to destroy pakistan or pakistan tehreek insaf or whatever movement that has but i have said many time even if everybody gives up and the power is given to imran khan the country will not be able to survive because imran khan cannot ditch islam he is playing politics of islam imran khan cannot provide equal opportunity in the presence of jhq unless he totally closed down this worst institution in the planet and in the history of human kind which has taken away every right of pakistanis and destroyed a promising country just because of their greed and then the mullah greed who is their main supporters they don't understand the world economy is only possible when you everybody has equal rights when everybody respects everybody when the laws are applied to everyone and the freedom and respect of women which creates industries which creates sports which creates entertainment which creates arts and culture i mean there is over 20 billion dollar just the art industry 900 billion dollar just the sports industry and all the services they are almost 60 65% of american gdp which is 23000 billion because people work 24/7 the country is awake 24/7 if you see their highways they are full and congested 24/7 even 4 o'clock in the morning 3 o'clock in the morning and every day people are working and working and working and they enjoy their life they pay taxes and the country is the superpower of the world only 360 million pakistan is 220 million but their gdp is only 400 billion while the india is america is 23000 billion same human being same mental level same iq but it is the system it is the accountability it is the real democracy which has put this country on top of the other country and then every other civilized country if you look you will see all these sectors sports human rights women rights entertainment bars and clubs which every mullah hates 
whereas if you go to bangkok you will see these mullahs and saudis and arabs in those bars with five to six thai girls on their side drinking with them and then of course having fun while in their country they don't allow any rights women are not even allowed to talk to men the husband get angry if the woman talks to a taxi driver this how low iq and low mentality pakistani muslims have become will that change i don't think so god bless